Welcome to the Act Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast Show, bringing you over three decades of experience to dominate your league. Please welcome your hosts, Jimmy and Andy Yakubowski. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm Andy Yakubowski, your co-host and two-time Steel City champion. And we bring you over three decades of experience to help you dominate your league. Today is November 23rd, 2021. I'll be riding solo this week as Jimmy is still licking his wounds from my throttling I gave him this week as my franchise tag, J-Train, pulls into the station and racks up a whopping 62 points off five touchdowns and over 200 total yards of offense as he single-handedly crushed Jimmy's fantasy team this week, the Bandits. I'm just kidding. Well, it is true that Jimmy's did get crushed, but he's had some family obligations to tend to this week, and we look for him to call later in the show. You know, I just love this time of the year. The Christmas lights start going up, and Christmas music is played over the radio. You know, it's really nostalgic, bringing me back to my great childhood times. And I also love seeing my kids in awe and wonder, seeing all the lights. And that's why we love partnering with Pittsburgh Socialites, a luxury lighting company. They've really taken over the Pittsburgh market. So that brings us to our headlines coming out of NFL's Week 10, brought to you by Pittsburgh Socialites, a luxury lighting company. I'm tired of being Clark Griswold, and if you are too, book these guys. They come in 0% intrusive, 100% hands-off way to decorate your home for Christmas, and they can do a whole lot more. Week 11, the NFL keeps getting crazier and crazier as we delve down the rabbit hole of the 2021 season. I mean, are there any dominant teams left in the NFL anymore? I can tell you there is one big winner this year, and that is Vegas. And I don't mean the team. I mean all of the betting outputs, FanDuel, BetGM, Caesars, DraftKings. They are making billions and billions of dollars. And part of the reason why I think this year has been so up and down is that there has been so many notable injuries this year. I mean, it hasn't even been tied to just the running backs like it had in the past few years. I mean, it's the QBs, wide receivers, big-name players are either out injured or struggling playing through injury. And I think that's the way you have to play it this year. Just proceed on the assumption that the big-name players that are getting it done for you week in and week out, that they're going to get hurt at some point in the season, and that's what you have to brace yourself and plan for. Have the bench ready to plug in and soak up salvage as many of those lost points as possible. My team, for example, I have Naheem Hines backing up Jonathan Taylor in case he goes down. I also have Cooper Cooper Rush backing up Dak, and neither of those two guys go down. I can plug Hines, Cooper Rush in, and save as much of that production as possible. Obviously, it doesn't work for everybody. You might have to switch teams instead of going down that team's depth chart uh, because you can't have a cliff fall of talent when you go from to first string to next string. Taking a look at the Week 11 aftermath of the AFC North picture, as we are here in the Pittsburgh market in the city of champions, Steel City, Browns defeat the Lions 13-10. Bengals crush the Raiders 32-13. Ravens squeak by the Bears 16-13. And the Steelers are the only AFC North team to lose this week as they drop 41-37 to the Chargers in an abysmal, abysmal game. And trust me, this was no classic game. It was an inept, ineffective offense for three quarters of that game, and they kick it in in the fourth quarter and actually pull ahead of the Chargers at one point. But the Steelers' D without Minka and TJ Watt completely blew it, specifically Devin Bush. Don't know what's going on with the guy off the field or what physical element he has going on, but on the field, he did 
nothing. Huge letdown this week for the Steelers, and this is the way it's going to go down this year. I see Steelers just missing the playoff wildcard spot by a game or two and missing the playoffs. And honestly, that would probably be the best thing for them moving forward rather than squeaking the playoffs and pretending like they're a contender when they're obviously not. And yes, I am very, very bitter. Looking at Week 12, the Steelers travel to Cincy to take on the Bungles this Sunday at 1 p.m. And my bold prediction for this week is an ugly, horrible game with the Steelers winning by a game-winning Boz field goal. But I'm not even thinking about Sunday right now. I got my eyes set on one of the best, if not best, football days of the year, Thanksgiving. I personally am going to feast and feast and then enter a food coma as I cuddle with my kids and watch some football. Thanksgiving Day, like every year, features three games. 12.30, the Lions host the Bears. 4.30, the Ravers travel to take on Dallas. And the Bills go into hostile territory in the Dome versus the Saints. Straight up money line, I'm going with the Bears, the Cowboys, and the Saints. There's your picks for Thanksgiving Day. That's not my lock pick of the week for a 2v2, but that's my prediction for Turkey Day. Now it's time for our weekly rewind, nail or fail. I can promise you no one else does this in the industry as we bring back calls from last week and reveal with brutal honesty to ourselves as, quote, Monday morning quarterbacks. Everyone wants to tell you what they think will happen, and they even break it down the exact same this one fantasy point, how many yards you get, blah, 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 blah. But no one ever circles back and talks about whether they got it right or not. No one. Until now on Yak Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast Show. And looking over our calls from last week, um, I said that Jimmy would lose to me, and that is true, and Jimmy will verify that later in the show when he calls in. You'll hear the disdain in his voice. Um, I also told you to abandon Titans' backfield. For three weeks now, that turns out to be true. Um, They amount to nothing as that three-headed machine um, does not really put up a whole lot of fantasy points for you as one particular member. Um, I told you to pick up Ramon J. Stevenson. That was a fail. Um, He didn't really do a whole lot um, this week. But I do still think the guy has a lot of talent. Just a matter of how much uh, Belichick and Patriots want to put him in the game plan. I told you to pick up Cam Newton. That was a nail. Cam Newton puts up 31 points in the Carolina loss to the Washington football team. Um, on our Hope to Despair segment, Baker Mayfield came up and got despair. That's a nail as De- Baker Mayfield only gets six points in Week 11. We gave Det Metcalf hope. Um, for now, that is a fail because Det Met- DK Metcalf only had four grabs for 31 yards, seven points. Uh, Russell Wilson continues to struggle yet again as the Seahawks lost to the Cardinals 23-13, to and Russell Wilson only had four fantasy points amassed to himself. Um, we also talked about Derek Carr on the Hope and Despair segment. I gave him a despair. Um, that turns out to be true. He only had six points, 215 passing yards, one touchdown and a pick as the Raiders lose 32-13 to to the Bungles. And 2v2, this is probably the biggest burn of my week. I picked Carolina over the Washington football team. That was a fail. Washington football team won 27-21. to Looking over at Jimmy's calls, Jimmy told you Cam would be a good pickup for QB2. And that is our this week's Rewind. Jimmy and I was talking about Cam Newton last week on the show. 11. The last I heard, 
they're having Cam Newton take all the first team reps this week. Oh my. Waiver wire, look out. <laughs> and also with playing, I know the Washington football team's fresh off a win against the defending Super Bowl champs, but generally this season they give up a lot of passing yards. And with uh, Cam and his rushing ability, he might be a worthwhile QB2 this week. So there's the call on Cam Newton bringing him back to Carolina. He still finds himself to be um, very fantasy worthy there as he cuts into McCaffrey's rushing production as he tries to do it all himself. Um, also, Jimmy made the comment that Sam Darnold would never play a down in Carolina again. So we'll wait and see on that for next year. Maybe we'll rewind back to next year, next year's season. Um, Jimmy said he'll beat me. That was a fail. He lost on the wire. He told you to pick up Kendrick Bourne and Marcus Johnson. Those both pickups were fails for week 11 as they both put up single digits. Um, hope and despair. He gave Baker Mayfield the despair. That was a nail. Talked about DK Metcalf. <clears throat> and then our 2v2 segment we were talking about, we switched to Fox NFL Sunday after we beat Team Good Morning Football. Jimmy picked the Vikings over the Packers, and that was a nail as the Vikings beat the Packers 34-31. to It's time for On The Wire, this week's Hot Wave Wire Pickups segment brought to you by Yakubowski Productions. I'm telling you, I got two great pickups for you. Uh, the first pickup is Colt McCoy. He's available in 96% of leagues across all formats. He throws for over 300 yards in Week 11 and looked very sharp, taking the reins under center with Kyler Murray's absence. McCoy is great to start moving forward and also a very safe handcuff for all the Kyler Murray owners out there. If you have Kyler Murray, you must go out and do yourself a favor and roster up on Colt McCoy. My second pickup is Take him with a grain of salt. Marquise Valdez Scantling goes four catches for 123 yards and touchdown week 11. Uh, Packers lost at the hands of the Vikings. Um, like I said, this guy should be looked at with a grain of salt because he is notorious for falling off the map after big production weeks. But if you're desperate and need a guy, Valdez Scantling has this ceiling to do some damage to your opponent. Just know that his floor is really, really low. And like we always say, you can find our On The Wire video podcast segment on TikTok every Tuesday. It's time for my favorite segment, Hope or Despair. Usually I tell Jimmy it's my favorite time, so it's kind of lonely that it's just me here. Hopefully we'll have Jimmy back next week. We discuss the biggest busts of the week and label them either hope, which means don't lose faith in them, keep them on your roster, better times ahead. Or we label them despair. Trade them if your deadline has not passed yet. Cut them from your team. It's time to go separate ways. Obviously, I don't mean cut your despair studs, but trade them before it's too late and their stock value drops to zero. And at this point in the season, you almost got to roll with the guys you got, but you may need to ask yourself the hard questions of, do I bench my stud this week or not? First up on the Hope or Despair chopping block is Russell Wilson. I give him despair. Until he recovers from that finger injury, you might want to think of a better option if you have one. Second on the chopping block is another quarterback, another huge name in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes is on the chopping block yet again. Mahomes only scores two fantasy points in Week 11 and Chiefs win over Dallas Cowboys 19-9. Mahomes goes for 260 passing yards, interception, 11 rushing yards, a fumble, three sacks. So... I would give Mahomes a 
hope. Uh, look, you're already invested too much to bench him now. You're completely at his whim. You're either going to rise to the top of Mahomes or sink to the bottom. You got to play him. His ceiling is too high not to. And the final nominee for Hope and Despair's chopping block this week is Washington football team's running back Antonio Gibson. This guy has had single-digit fantasy points five out of the past six weeks, and I'm going to give him Despair. Think about benching him. Think of a better option here if you have one. Oh, there's Jimmy now. Hello, you're on the Yak Brothers show. Hey, Jimmy, you there? Hey, you hear me? Hey, how you feeling over there after this week's uh, shortcomings? What's that? How do you feel this week after this week's shortcomings? Oh, shortcomings. Yeah, you lost really bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, always, uh, always pretty capable at, uh, to bounce back. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in the show, Jimmy. Your fans miss you this week. They're looking um, ahead, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, it's pretty, uh, yeah, I mean, they're not all missing me. I mean, it's it's been wonderful time out here in Helsinki, Finland. <laughs> I'm, you know, trying to spread the market out here. You know, out here in the Euro market. You getting uh, freshly versed in the culture over there? Yeah, I mean it, it's it's uh, pretty pretty astonishing uh, as far as. Uh, just, just the landscape. It's just, uh, it's, it's just a beautiful country. And I guess they love Yak Brothers and they love NFL football. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't know, but um, they kind of like listen to our show with like a built-in translator. Nice uh, out here, you know. <laughs> Finish? Is that English to finish? 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 Is that the language they speak? Yeah, you can you call it something about uh, finish, we'll call it like Finnish-esque. Um, it's... Um, Actually, probably like uh, a lot of people in this area, um, I would say it'd probably be a, uh, a like a cross between, I guess you could say kind of like broken English with like a, like a Swahili touch from Africa. Kind of like a blend. Okay. You know, you never thunk it, you know? <laughs> Swahili and Finland. No, I never would have thunk that. Huh. Well, thanks for calling in, Jim, and thanks for all your hard work out there in Finland. And um, 
also, congratulations on your correct lock pick of the week, the Vikings over the Packers. So we're now tied with uh, Fox NFL Sunday 1-1. And, uh, yeah, my uh, is that that's uh, got the streak going still, right? Or did I screw up? No, that's five. In a, no, that's, that's five, five in a row. row. Yeah, that's five in a row. Yeah, jeez, pretty outstanding. Yeah, I thought. Uh, well, I know at least with doing, I got four in a row. And I know the whole thing with Kyle and that second grade team kind of screwed things up, and we didn't really uh, call an NFL team out that week. That's probably what threw me off. Yeah, they pretty much just uh, threw in the towel. So Yeah, so then when we picked it back up, I thought, well, I'm just going to go out on a limb and, and I mean, may actually make a real call because I don't know if there are many people out there that actually thought the Packers would lose to the Vikings. So, just you, really just you and Terry got Bradshaw. Really got really ballsy on that one, but but still, I just just uh, yeah, just keep picking up the keep picking up the W's every week. All right, bro. Well, thanks for calling in, and uh, make sure you make it back right. for Thanksgiving dinner on Thursday. All right. See you Thursday. All right. Turkey and football. All right, bro. Turkey Love you. Day. Love you. Bye. Bye. There he was, Jimmy, the man, the myth, the wonder, the half of the Yak Brothers Fancy Football Podcast Show, calling in from Helsinki, Finland, trying to expand our European uh, fan growth out there. As declared, it's the 2v2 Yak Brothers versus our new opponents, Fox NFL Sunday. Jimmy and myself of Team Yak Brothers have already defeated Kay and Kyle of NFL Network's Team Good Morning Football, and now we take on the big dogs. Terry and the boys on Fox NFL Sunday pregame show between noon and 1 o'clock every Sunday. Format is simple. Each player makes their lock pick of the week, and each correct pick scores one point for the respective team. At the end of the season, we'll tie up the scores or until they concede. Uh... First round, Jimmy and Terry both score one point for their correct call of the Vikings over the Packers. Strahan and myself score zero points for our respective teams as we both pick Carolina over the Washington football team. So after round one, we're all tied up. It's Yak Bros 1 and Fox NFL Sunday 1. And here we go. It's round two of the 2v2 Team Yak Brothers versus Team Fox NFL Sunday. And like I've already said earlier in the show, I'm going to tell you my lock pick of the week is, you bet it, Steelers over the Bungles. The Bungles are going to drop one this week at home against the Steelers. So there you have it. My lock pick of the week, the Steelers. The Steelers. Let's go. And for this week's 2v2, we each take one of the Fox NFL Sunday guys head on. This week, I'll be taking on Terry Bradshaw and Jimmy will be handling Michael Strahan. And Jimmy's lockpick for Week 12 is the Patriots over the Titans for his lockpick. So there you have it. Steelers over the Bengals for myself. Jimmy picks the Patriots over the Titans as his lockpick for 2v2 versus Fox NFL Sunday. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for tuning in as it is just myself this week flying solo without Jimmy. Jimmy licking his wounds after his loss to me. (laughs) But tonight's Tuesday night, waiver night. 
So make sure you go out there, check over your roster, look to pick up. Make sure you check out our TikTok video on who to pick up this week on the waiver wire.